Are you a defense financial manager looking to invest in your career? Attend PDI, the Professional Development Institute in Phoenix, Arizona, May 29th to 31st. PDI is the premier annual training event for the DFM community with over 100 educational sessions, 300 speakers, and the ability to earn up to 150 continuing professional education credits. This three-day event enhances the knowledge and skills of defense financial managers in the DOD, U.S. Coast Guard, and public and private sectors. Register today at PDI2024.org. Early bird rates and April 30th. Whether you plan on keeping it small and simple or going all out, your bachelorette party is a really fun engagement milestone. Today we're going to talk about the logistics of planning and celebrating, including lots of your questions on etiquette, gift giving, who plans what, and even some sample bachelorette itineraries. It's all coming up next on the Wedding Planning Podcast. Hello there and welcome to this week's brand new episode of the Wedding Planning Podcast. I hope you are enjoying a great engagement season and if you're listening to this show live, a great holiday season as we approach the last final days before Christmas. Maybe you're in the midst of Hanukkah. However you celebrate, I am thinking of you and your family and your friends and wishing you all the best. Bachelor party, bachelorette party, stags, hens, there are lots of names for this last hurrah, but in my eyes, the central purpose of this celebration and the central purpose of our show today is to maximize this time spent together letting loose with your loved ones and really just to share a fun experience together. So whatever label you give it, this is just an opportunity, one more special opportunity to spend time with the people you love most. Now, for some of us, that might mean a low-key dinner and some drinks and maybe if we're going to get crazy, some dancing at a local club. And for others, it may mean a full-blown long weekend in Cabo San Lucas or Dominican Republic or Jamaica or just a really big fun bash with all of your girlfriends. The size and the scale of your bachelorette party can be turned up or turned down to your liking, but again, your primary intention should just be to spend time and have fun. Maybe share a new experience or two with your closest family and friends. Before we dive deep into the logistics and stuff, I will say really quickly, I have done listener surveys in the past, and over 95% of you listening, or at least 95% of you who took the listener survey, identify as female, as do I. So for the sake of sharing my own firsthand experiences with you for today's show, we're going to refer to a bride who is throwing a bachelorette party. Now, of course, I know and I respect that those titles and underlying assumed pronouns do not apply to every situation, but for the sake of today's show, that's the language I'm going to be using. And I'll also say that this is a perfect episode to share with your maid of honor, with your best friend, with your cousins, whoever is going to be planning and or helping you plan your bachelorette party. This is a great episode to pass on along to them, especially at the end of the show. I'm going to share some information for the attendees. 
And also a good time to add one more little disclaimer. You may not be planning every last detail of this celebration, but you do have every right on earth to be 100% comfortable with the format of whatever goes down at your bachelorette party. So be sure to keep communication open. And if there are things that you absolutely do not want to wear, drink out of, or have happen, then be sure to communicate that with whoever is planning. So let's jump into the planning guidelines that I have to share with you. And a lot of your questions are kind of baked into these topic checkpoints as we go through them. Who plans the bachelorette party? What does etiquette say? So anyone can plan this celebration, much like everything else about planning your wedding and engagement and all of that, you get to choose how you're most comfortable. So it can be the bride who plans it. It can be the maid of honor and the bridesmaids who plan it. It can be a combination of all of those people. You might want to have a ton of say in exactly what happens and exactly how it's planned. And that's totally fine. My only piece of advice here would be, first of all, you know your friends and your family best. You know your situation best. I would recommend that you keep the planning committee, so to speak, on the small side. And that just avoids there being a million different ideas and opinions and people throwing in their two cents. In my life experience, overall, things are planned most seamlessly when there are fewer people involved. Now, of course, you'll want to and you'll need to get input from others on things like scheduling and budget and more of the logistics, and we'll go into that as we continue through today's show. Now, it can and will depend on your relationships and your own circumstances, but I would also say that the big major centerpiece stuff should at least be run by the person of honor. So in, in this case, for our conversation, run it by the bride. Unless you, the bride, or if you're a maid of honor listening, unless your bride has specifically said, I do not want to be involved in the planning. I don't care what we do. I want you to plan all of it. Unless that's the case, and it might be, <laughs> but if it's not, I do do suggest that you at least run the big stuff by her to make sure that she signs off and all is good. And next on our list, who gets invited to a bachelorette party? Again, you'll find a standard etiquette answer on this, and it's not going to be my answer. The standard etiquette answer is that your wedding party is invited, and then you can extend out from there, but every person who you invite must absolutely also be invited to the wedding. Now, in today's times and today's circumstances, weddings have evolved a lot since a lot of this etiquette advice was originally Uh, conceived, shall we say. And with today's micro weddings and elopements and all of the creative variations on celebrating your marriage that have stemmed from the past few years, I will go out on a limb and say if you want to include people who are technically not going to be invited to your marriage celebration, then do it. 
broken record alert. This is your wedding. This is your marriage celebration. And this is your bachelorette party. So if you want to invite coworkers and old college friends and get a big old gang of girlfriends rounded up to celebrate over a weekend, and you are only inviting 20 people to your wedding, and a lot of these people won't be there, then so be it. And another common question and common point of curiosity is what about doing a co-ed party? Again, totally up to you. If that's the way you want to celebrate and that's how you feel most comfortable and that would make this the most fun for you and your partner, then you have all the freedom to create this event to tailor you, to tailor your circumstances and your relationships. There are absolutely no right or wrong answers to any of this stuff. I've been to co-ed bachelor bachelorette parties in the past, and they've been a blast. So for lots of couples, that's the natural way to celebrate. For others, not so much. Whatever you prefer, whatever you personally want to have happen, do that. And next up for planning guidelines, the first thing you're going to want to do closely tied to our last point is start to make a guest list. So who is going to come is going to largely determine your next steps in choosing a location and a format. So for example, your small wedding party of four of your best girlfriends, that lends itself to a long weekend vacation while on the other hand, inviting 30 of your friends, your coworkers, your old college roommates and dorm mates and all of your family members, that is likely going to steer the format of this celebration in another direction. Once you have your guest list, you can move on to choosing a location and getting it on the calendar. And speaking of calendar, as for when your bachelorette party quote should take place, again, that's totally up to you and your schedules. There's no right or wrong there. It can be hard enough. I know personally, firsthand, it can be really friggin' hard to get together with friends for just a simple happy hour. And our calendars fill up so quickly, especially for you with all the other wedding events that are taking place in the coming months, you can schedule this bachelorette party for any time. But I would, I would recommend start planning it early on so that you leave plenty of space so that you can get everyone's schedules synced up for a night or a weekend or a long weekend that works for everyone. It is possible to be last minute about going out for dinner and drinks but it's pretty hard to be last minute about going on an international long weekend getaway to an all-inclusive in the Caribbean. That's going to be challenging. As you're looking at the calendar and looking at potential times, consider long weekends, holiday weekends. If you're looking to do a getaway and save people needing to take an extra day off from work, that's the plus. The con is also to consider that long weekends might be more expensive times to travel and book hotels and accommodations. And that leads us seamlessly into considering the budget. Not only your own personal budget, but also those who will be invited and participating. And as often happens in friend groups, 
maybe people have different financial circumstances. That's very common. And as a rule of thumb, (laughs) you need to accommodate the brokest person in the group, or you need to be willing to cover their costs. So it's not fair to plan an extravagant, all-out long weekend if you know the maid of honor can't afford $600 to pitch in for the hotel and dinner. It needs to suit everyone's budget. And if it doesn't, again, you all need to be willing to pitch in and cover for them. All right, so be open and honest and, you know, go in eyes wide open to the budget part. I know we've flown through a bunch of stuff in just a few minutes, and I also know that it can be easier said than done, but your next step is to book it. Put it on the calendar, put it in pen, book it, send out invitations. And I'll say before we break for a quick break, I always, always love maximizing time spent together. So when I'm hanging out with my friends, I want to hang out for as long as possible. So in this case, for our conversation today about bachelorette parties, I would say even if you do plan on going out locally for just a night of drinks and dinner and dancing, it would still be fun to book a hotel suite to have an after party spot or even just have a crash pad where you can all go chill that night and head out to brunch the next morning. And we're going to talk much more about some sample itineraries and formats coming up after a quick break. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Coordinating suit and tuxedo looks for your fiance and wedding party can be really overwhelming. That's why Generation Tux makes it simple, fun, and convenient with online suit and tux rentals that allow you to do everything online from the comfort of your own home. Generation Tux specializes in online suit and tuxedo rentals with high-quality men's formal wear rentals starting at $99 and award-winning customer service. I love their easy online fitting option. With their patented e-tailer algorithm, they have a groomsman management system to make sure they're fitted and order their looks. You can try Generation Tux for yourself by visiting generationtux.com. Build your head-to-toe looks, get free swatches, a free home try-on, and manage your entire wedding party online. That's G-E-N-E-R-A-T-I-O-N-T-U-X dot com. Okay, we're back and now this part is going to be really fun. I'm going to share two totally different sample bachelorette parties and some of my takeaways for each of them. And as we kind of go into the first sample bachelorette party, and this is based on my firsthand personal experience, I'm going to share the option for having an all-inclusive long weekend getaway to Mexico or the Caribbean 
or any other all-inclusive spot that's easy access for you based on your location. And I will say here that if you're looking to make the planning part as smooth and seamless as possible, our weekly sponsor, Susan's Travel Services, is going to be your ticket to a stress-free, amazing experience. Susan has 27 years of travel and planning expertise, and all of this comes to you at no additional cost. And she even offers $50 off your final booking when you tell her that I sent you. Susan helped me plan a long weekend bachelorette party at a luxury resort in Cabo for my sister Kate's bachelorette extravaganza, and it was absolutely amazing. Seriously, a trip that none of us will ever forget. And I'll tell you all about the trip itself in just a minute. But seriously, Susan's professional assistance in helping us choose a location, a resort, all the extra activities, and even airport transportation is absolutely priceless. And best of all, Susan has been in the business for 27 years, and she personally travels to all of her recommended destinations all the time. So she's not just looking at pictures on the internet and pointing out where she thinks you should go. She's actually sharing with you places that she has personally visited, personally experienced, and personally loved. Again, I absolutely love, love, love all-inclusive resorts in Mexico and the Caribbean, and Susan has endless places to recommend for you. So go ahead and save yourself hours of research and guesswork and let Susan and her team find you the best options for a once-in-a-lifetime bachelorette celebration. You can reach out to Susan and her team today by emailing info at susanstravelservices.com And be sure to let her know that I sent you for $50 off your first booking. Her email again, info at susanstravelservices.com. And I will put a link to that in the show notes. Cabo, Cabo, Cabo. I love Cabo San Lucas so much. I live in San Diego. So this is admittedly a very short, very, very easy travel destination for me and for some of my closest friends who still live here. Now, obviously, this was an international bachelorette party, which posed an additional layer of logistics. We went in February of 2022. So we were beyond COVID for the most part, although face masks were still a thing back then. So we kind of went in a little bit unsure what to expect. Everything turned out awesome. But again, that's kind of beside the point of the things I want to focus on here. So for the logistics of this bachelorette party, we were working with six total girls. Three of us live here in San Diego. One lives in Portland, Maine. And then two were in Puerto Rico. So if you visualize a map of the United States right now, you're talking about a triangle that literally extends to the furthest points possible. So Cabo was kind of an agreed upon destination. It wasn't necessarily a midpoint, but we did all agree that it was close enough and easy enough for everyone. And I think the first challenge we had was trying to juggle The three of us from San Diego flew together. That was fine. But then juggling 
our itinerary with the Portland, Maine and the Puerto Rico itinerary so that we all got there within the ballpark of the same time. That was a little bit challenging. And the way we kind of managed that was that we planned three full days and three full nights to be together, 100% together. But that meant that we needed two full travel days on either end of our three uninterrupted days together. So the Portland, Maine and the Puerto Rico gals, they had a really long travel day. The San Diego girls were really spoiled with like a two hour flight. Sorry, you guys. (laughs) But again, it was really important to us that we weren't planning a three-day trip and then having two of the three days kind of eaten up by people coming and going because the flight patterns were so different. My next point here to share, and I mentioned it a couple minutes ago, but I can't say it enough, all-inclusive format for this bachelorette party is such a huge win. It makes all of the traveling, the going out to eat, the activities, it just makes it so easy. You're never having to split the check. You're not worrying about the cost of literally anything. Like one girl wants to go out to brunch at a super expensive restaurant and the other three girls are like, nah, that's a little bit out of our budget. You don't need to worry about any of that. Everyone pays the same amount up front. And then there's literally no more talk about money for the entire trip. That to me is a huge, huge plus. And again, it's not only the food and the drinks, the entertainment itself is built in. We had dancing in this little club every single night, which was super fun because everyone there for the most part, we're all kind of there for the same reason, just to let loose and have fun. And we did. (laughs) They also had a beautiful spa right there on site. And of course, the spa services were not included. We did do them. They were amazing. So that was the only thing we paid for aside of leaving tips for servers. Uh, That was the only extra cost that we paid for the entire trip. And then beyond that, we had pools, we had hot tubs, we had the beach, we had anything we wanted to eat or drink at literally any time all day and all night. I mean, seriously, it was a dream vacation. (laughs) What's not to love? When we get into further logistics, the cost of this vacation, and again, we were there for technically for five days, four nights, some of us spent a little longer at the resort than others just because of the travel and the time that it took some. The cost was about $1,500 per girl. Now, I know that that is a big investment, no doubt there. But I will say that we really, really, really splurged on the resort that we stayed at. We also upgraded to a premium room. We had premium access to top shelf drinks, a private lounge area. And then again, some of us were there for nearly five days. So that's what $1,500 looked like. That That to me is like an upper end of what you would need to spend. We could have done this closer to probably the $800 range and still had an amazing time. So there's a little flexibility in what the cost of that would look like. It was seriously the trip of a lifetime. The six of us will never, ever forget how much fun we had down there and just spending 
all of that time together with no distractions, no kids were there, obviously, no boyfriends, no husbands, just six girls hanging out for three days. It was awesome. Okay, so let's uh, shift gears into a very different looking bachelorette party. And this is also a very popular format. So you can consider doing one of two things. We can, I'm going to start at the, the second option. So let's think about doing a staycation somewhere local and doing a hotel for one or two nights, dinner, go out and dance and drink, do a brunch, maybe hit the spa. This option is not surprisingly much more affordable than our all-inclusive scenario. And it's also a much lower time commitment, which makes it easier to swing with a big group or in a last minute type situation. Do you have to spend the night anywhere other than your cozy bed at home? Of course not. I just like the opportunity that the hotel, the staycation gives you to spend a few more hours together and maybe extend the celebration a little bit. But if that's not for you, that's totally fine. So choose your favorite restaurant, your favorite lounge to have drinks, your favorite dancing spot, and mix them all together in a night of fun. Get a hotel so that you guys can crash afterwards. Maybe extend the celebration into the next day with brunch, go to the spa, or just hang out together. I've been to more bachelorette parties that look like that than I can even count, and they've all been amazing. To wrap up today's show, I have some additional miscellaneous questions. And again, I said at the beginning, but this episode overall would be a great one to share with your maid of honor, your wedding party members, and anyone else who's helping you plan. So a few questions came in about gifts. And I'll say to open this part of the discussion that bachelorette party gifts are totally optional. For my long weekend celebrators, a form of gift that I love is to offer to sponsor one aspect of the party or the celebration. So for example, from my personal experience, if you are renting a home in Palm Springs for a little bachelorette party weekend, you could offer to sponsor a coffee bar for everyone invited. And then you are 100% in charge of making a really cool little coffee bar, biscotti, syrups, different kinds of coffee, different kinds of tea, hot chocolate. That's a fun gift for everyone. It's useful. It's consumable. All the things. Checks all the boxes. Other ideas for like sponsoring an aspect of the party would be a s'mores celebration kit. You could sponsor canned cocktails for the entire weekend. You could make yourself in charge of a charcuterie spread every night that you're there. You could also do personalized swag. So like bags, hats, t-shirts, sweatshirts, whatever it is that you guys are into. And then a few more ideas on a more traditional gift. I always like to consider giving something that's memorable and practical. Memorable and practical. Those are the two filters that I always like to think of when I share a gift with someone. So some ideas here would be personalized jewelry that you can wear for the wedding, monogram wine glasses or champagne flutes that you can use for other wedding celebrations are always fun, a wedding day candle to light while you're getting ready, 
A makeup gift card will always come in handy. A fun ice bucket that you can use, a selfie camera ring light, and a selfie tripod that you can set up during the bachelorette party, during the rehearsal dinner, while you're getting ready for the wedding. That would be a great gift. A gift card for spa services or nails that the bride can use while she's getting ready for her big day. Lingerie gift card, always a good one. And then one of my favorites right now, a meal subscription gift. Last week on the episode, uh, we had our sponsor Factor. And when you go to factormeals.com slash wedding five zero, you will get 50% off and you could gift eight meals to your bride to be save her eight meals of prepping and shopping and cleaning up and washing dishes. I seriously love these meals. They're so easy and they're so affordable. So that's factormeals.com slash wedding five zero. That would be an amazing gift for anyone in your life. And then as we wrap up today's show in closing, I'll bring us full circle with this idea, which is brides to be be firm and very, very vocal about your wishes and exactly how you want this celebration to play out. And that includes your boundaries, your non-negotiable items, if it's no body part decorations, no awkward encounters with strangers, no embarrassing hats or accessories. If you don't want them, then make it loud and clear. And if you do want them, (laughs) that's awesome too. And I hope you guys have a great time. You know you best. Just don't hesitate to openly communicate to everyone who's going to be there exactly what you do and do not want. And with that, I'm sending my love to you and your friends and your family for a beautiful holiday season. Thank you so much for being here this week. And we'll meet again next week. Same time, same place. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Wedding Planning Podcast. For episode recaps and special offers, visit our website at wedpodcast.com. There you'll also find a link to submit your wedding questions and future show topic requests. Follow us wherever you listen for new episodes every Wednesday. And if you're loving the podcast, please leave a five-star rating and review to share your favorite episodes and thoughts with other couples. Wishing you a happy engagement. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of it. And we'll talk again next week, same time, same place. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri.